Hey listeners, Adam O'Donnell. Today I interview Rachel, the CEO of Sweep. They've raised nearly $100 million. With all these interviews, I always want to find out how did you grow so fast? What we've been completely amazed and surprised, you know, in the super early days of Sweep is the kind of logos we were able to sign right away. So they got the logos, but how did they do it? When we were testing the market, you just need to pick up your phone, speak to as much people as possible. As founders, we've all done customer research, but listen to what she's listening for. His capacity to capture the lost signals and you must trust yourself as an entrepreneur the analysis you know the way you will be able to capture lost signals but for that <laughs> you still have to pick up the phone hey welcome to sit down startup founder podcast i'm your host adam o'donnell former founder and vc i now work at zendesk for startups where we offer six months free use of zendesk for qualified high growth companies Welcome to Sit Down Startup, Rachel. It's such a pleasure to have you here. Could you first just tell us when you founded Sweep? Yeah, we founded Sweep, uh, myself and my uh, three other co-founders, by June 2020. So we were uh, in the middle of the lockdown, you know, first lockdown. And uh, yeah, this is also why the company it's, uh, is a remote first uh, company. That's really cool. Well, tell us, were you doing the same thing that you are now back in June of 2020? Uh, not at all. <laughs> yes, almost, almost, of course, but we are still a SaaS company. We are still a, a climate tech. We are still, uh, of course, delivering and, uh, you know, trying to help uh, businesses to track and act on their carbon so they can really become forever companies. But, uh, but uh, yeah, of course, things, uh, things have evolved. The market has evolved fast, the needs, the regulations. So, of course, you need to, you need to embrace that, uh, that world. You need to embrace the urgency of climate change as well and adapt your product to just yeah, have this sense of urgency in your product, in your business as well, definitely. But you, but the core business is, is still similar. Like I ask this sometimes just to know how big of a pivot has had to been made to get to where you are now. Yeah, we didn't really pivot. Actually, it's, uh, it's since the beginning, we have understood that um, uh, we could use, uh, we, we could leverage our uh, data uh, skills, our data knowledge, because we come from a world of uh, cloud business intelligence. And we knew that uh, we could help with data, with uh, our skills in, uh, in uh, you know, in setting up a very uh, um, powerful uh, distributed uh, cloud infrastructure. And, and, and because carbon is mostly um, a problem of data, a data problem and a network problem, it made sense uh, completely for us to, to leverage that, uh, that skills to address uh, companies' needs, you know, yeah. um, because it's a data and network problem, the infamous or famous uh, uh, Scope 3 um, matter. But uh, what I mean is that, of course, you, the, the, the way you think how you will address the, the, the market and, and the kind of positioning you want to, you want to have in this, in this space, um, all this is, um, has changed, but not the core, uh, the core um, uh, willingness, you know, not the core motivation. Yeah, of course. That's great to hear. I, um, that's really cool. Tell us how, how big is Sweep now? Like how many employees, how much money have you raised? Yeah. So we are exactly, uh, when I'm speaking to you right now, we are between uh, 80 to 90 people. I'm saying between because um, we have people joining us in the, in the, uh, in the coming, uh, in the coming days. But, uh, yeah, we are, um, we are, um, that size of a team and we are mostly based between, uh, uh, London, Paris, but also a little bit of everywhere in Europe. And we also um, started to have our first employees in, uh, in the US. So hello. <laughs> I love it. Hello. Well, well, welcome. And how much money have you raised so far? We have raised um, 100 uh, million dollars. Uh, and uh, 
the, the amount is, um, is, is, is impressive and we are really proud of it, but uh, the, the time frame also is, uh, is pretty, pretty, pretty impressive and uh, we've raised that amount of money in less than 12 months, okay? And uh, in three rounds, seed, series A, series B. And, um, and what's really cool is that we have fantastic financial partners, definitely, which is, uh, which is so important, uh, you know? And, um, and yeah, we have to be super optimistic uh, that that money can uh, can be uh, you know uh, directed into carbon matters into climate change uh, into technologies who want to change uh, want to solve that climate change problem so yeah it's super That's... optimistic to see i prefer to it's my responsibility as a ceo as a co-founder uh, you know to to grab to capture that money uh, yeah. for this company on a mission you know that's amazing. I can't imagine that there's more than 50 companies in the history of the world who've ever raised $100 million in like 12 months <laughs> from founding. So I'm really excited to talk with you. I think it's going to help a lot of founders. Help us with some of the early growth strategies that you had um, in the early days, which for you was only about two years ago. Maybe there's one of the most impactful things that we could talk about right now. Yeah. What's what we were, uh, because we, we started the first company uh, called called Bime Analytics and acquired by Zendesk, uh, by the way. Um, so of course we had this, uh, we had, we had this uh, example, you know, of, uh, but, but, but still it was more than 10 years ago. And uh, what we've been completely um, amazed and surprised, you know, in the super early days of Sweep is the, the kind of logos we were able to sign right away, almost in day one. We, we understood that we were on a particular market, you know, at first we thought that we would have to, you know, train our, our, our model, our product, you know, with, with uh, some friend, friendly companies, you know, that wanted, who would like uh, to, to test our product and be nice with us. And, and uh, this is, this is what every business is doing, you know, in the, in the early days, you know, you are, you, you try to test your, your product with, uh, with friends and, uh, and actually, it was crazy to see that uh, uh, the need was uh, there, that very large companies needed that kind of product right away because of regulations, because of, uh, because of, um, because there were no, uh, no particular technologies already available on the market with that data approach, you know, and the fact that we were coming uh, on the market with that track record of, you know, having a, a built first company acquired, etc. But most importantly, coming with this data background, you know, at scale, big data, analytics, you know, deep dive, you know, it's, uh, um, I think it's, uh, it was uh, this, it was our aha moment where I said, okay, so we can definitely right away start to approach the big emitters because we wanted to approach the, the, the big agent of change. Okay. The big emitters, they are the big agent of change. But when you are starting a company, you say, okay, maybe let's try with uh, uh, some small companies. You know, it's difficult to enter right away in the enterprise, um, enterprisey, you know, um, a market. It's super difficult because you right away need to have a, a, to structure your company with, a, you know, all the, the support, um, the support uh, uh, jobs, you know, that uh, an, an enterprise customer needs, you know, from you. So, so this is also, uh, but, but the fact that we were uh, 
even with a small team, even in the early days, able to close those uh, these logos. Uh, it's also why we we had a story to tell to our investors. Okay, about okay, let's we can prove that. Look at look at the logos we've been able to close, that we've been able to deliver uh, uh, on, and uh, and this is also why we got their uh, their trust. You know, at you know this size of uh, this this big trust <laughs> with one mm. hundred. This is amazing, and I'm trying to think of those founders who are hustling, trying to get those big logos in the early days, and it's maybe not working uh, the same way that it did with you. Obviously, enterprises were impressed with your track record as a founder because you had already had an exit, but it sounds like there was a lot more going on. So maybe you could tell us how you identified the pain. The pain that they had was so real; they're willing to trust an unknown startup essentially in the early days. Yeah. For this, you know, I made uh, what I have done also for during the first, for when I was launching my first business. Um, you know, when we were um, uh, when we were testing the market, actually, you just need to pick up your phone and to uh, speak to as much people as possible. You have to leverage your your uh, your close network also. And in our case, of course, the fact that we had already built a, com a first company, it meant that we had access to CEOs of large corporations from our first entrepreneurial story, you know. So we could pick the phone, pick up the phone and call them directly. Okay, hey, you remember me? Um, uh, you were consuming uh, my the first my first cloud bi product so what can you tell me about your need today when it comes to carbon when it comes to your climate journey or are you monitoring your your carbon data what's what about your climate journey in general you know and uh, do you have a techno a tech strategy i guess that you have a climate strategy because i've seen that you have committed in the newspaper but hey what about your tech strategy when it comes to monitoring all this you know and this is a and I was speaking, 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 picking up the phone, writing on LinkedIn, you know, uh, and and this is, I think that as an entrepreneur, you are super receptive to low signals, okay, low signals. I think that if there is some, what, what make a, a talent, uh, talent, uh, talented entrepreneur, I think it's his capacity to to capture the low signals. And the more you are, you you, you must trust yourself as an entrepreneur uh, about your the analysis, you know, the, the way you will be able to capture low signals. But for that, <laughs> you still have to pick up the phone. <laughs> you still have to, to 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 call and to talk about your idea and to understand if there is a need, etc. etc. And we've done that the four the four co-founders. And uh, and yes, at the end of the day, we say, okay, that's crazy what they are talking about. We thought that we would completely reinvent a company and do something new compared to our first business, but actually they are asking us to do business intelligence for carbon. <laughs> you know, so I'm not marketing it that way right now. You know, I can't because it would be too complicated. But this is, you know, the fact that we are bringing our data cap capabilities, our data skills, our carbon understanding. You know, because we've we've uh, we've married uh, ourselves uh, with carbon experts in Europe, and 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 actually we are now answering their needs. And their needs is they told me, Rachel, I just don't know where to start. I do, I just don't know what what I am emitting and how I should calculate that. And I am just freaking out about the regulation and the fact that I am completely screwed if I'm not able to report on this format, this format, this format. But it's a jungle. It's a, we we just don't know. And uh, mm -hmm. and and this is when I really think that we were talking about uh, yeah, connecting the dots addressing a carbon dialogue to make sure that 
collective climate action could happen. And when you are saying that, you are connecting companies, you are connecting a, com a big company with its value chain, and you are enabling everyone to assess their carbon emissions and then reduce altogether. And technology mm -hmm. is helping. Data, uh, data technologies, uh, you know, are helping. And this is what we are um, yeah. doing. That's... But you have to pick up the phone to understand the needs. You, you can't start a business just saying, oh, I, I want to start my business. I want to tell my friends that I am a, a startupper. Um, you, you know, it's a, you need to understand a need on the market. You yeah. know, you need to, even if it's a low signal, but uh, you must be sure that you are addressing a need. Yeah, you obviously nailed it. Help us with an example of a low signal that you are hearing, and maybe you could compare that to your previous business or maybe other calls when you were doing this research that were not low signals, but kind of felt like red herrings. Because from my experience as an entrepreneur interviews, they like people always want to affirm whatever you're researching because they, they want to help you out. They don't want to be the one to say, hey, what you're working on is not a good thing. It's not a real pain. So you have to be able to discern between the, the authentic, like, wow, this is something and the, oh yeah, that's a cool thing. So I'm curious your perspective on that. All the, all the, when you are, when you are conducting your interviews and at some point when you are understanding, this is also why you need to conduct lots of interviews because, uh, you, you have to understand, you know, the, 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 the common, the common, you know, if you are hearing that one, two, three, four, five, you know, five, lots of many times in a row, uh, this is when you start to think, okay, there is something here or there is something, per it, or, or maybe you can understand that you will have to work for an industry or, you know, you, it's, um, the more you are speaking with, uh, with people of different size of companies, uh, different persona within the company, you know, at first you have to start, you know, you have to, 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 to tap, you know, everywhere. And, uh, and at some point you are, you are smart enough to refine, you know, uh, your interviews and, uh, and, uh, and, but, but, and at the end of the day, the, of course, there will be lots of people who will want to, uh, uh, you know, uh, direct you, you know, in one direction, in a particular direction to, to really answer their particular needs. Okay. But, uh, but you, first, you also have to trust the ones who are really about to pay. Okay, because there is plenty of people who think that, oh, you should do this and you should do that. And yeah, but how do you pay me? How do you pay for that? You know, eh, well, 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 you know, so it's, um, it's, uh, it's, uh, you have to trust yourself as an entrepreneur about your capacity to, to, to synthesize, to synthesize, synthesize, you know, the, the lost signals and, uh, and uh, the, what you want to, also deliver you know for this uh, in this world what the mission you want to you want to to pursue and uh and the money who comes from, who comes from it you know because uh, mm. because uh, you know for example we are a big corp ourselves but uh, this is what i'm always every day telling to my to my teammates um it's not because we are a big corp that uh, uh we 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 must be a cash machine mm. because we are a we are an economical live organism. And even if we are a big corp, even if we are, uh, you know, fighting climate change, we must be uh, profitable. We must, uh, uh, you know, uh, run our business in, a, in an effective economical uh, way, you know, because, uh, because we, will, uh, we will die other than that, otherwise, you know. And, uh, and it's the, it's the, and, and, and 
and we are in a we we must you know i believe that we are uh, at the at the, the edge of a new world you know but still you know we 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 have our roots in the in the in the former world and uh, we must uh, we must comply with it. We must embrace the fact that, uh, yeah, this is the how the world is working. And uh, if you want to sell your software to help big emitters to become agent of change, <laughs> at the end of the day, there is still the procurement uh, department, and you still have to go through, uh, like any other uh, SaaS, uh, you know, software. You need to go through uh, the same uh, uh, RFP, and you know. Uh, um, processes. So, so for this, you need to have uh, in your company uh, professionals that you are uh, paying, a, you know, uh, at high <laughs> with high salaries who know how to sell to enterprise. And this is this is the reality of our businesses today. But I would be incredibly glad to uh, to broadcast that message that uh, yeah, you can do great for climate and be uh, mm. and be super profitable, be a, a great economic uh, example. Mm trust the customers with the money, which tells me to ignore the ones who are just using talk and aren't actually following up with that because we are a cash machine. We are an economic profitable company. The low signal piece was amazing as well. Just like listening for that low signals. And the only way to do that is to be on the phone with the customer. So yeah, yeah. The, 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 your day to day as an entrepreneur is to be uh, on the, on the, on the ground, of course, and, uh, and trust your team that you are growing, but yeah, customer, customer, customer. <laughs> Rachel, yeah. this has been amazing. Thank you so Thank much. You. Thank you very much. That's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Make sure to subscribe on Apple, Spotify, and Google. If you want to learn more about Zendesk for startups and our free offer, please check out our website at zendesk.com slash startups. 